Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Well, we continue to press on in Acts 7, where Stephen is answering the question that the high priest had asked. Remember what that question was? First verse says, are these things so? In other words, are these false accusations so that have been brought before you? Well, then the Spirit leads Stephen to launch on a uh, historical account of the Jewish people and the facts of who they are and what had happened and how God had done some things in and through the Jewish people. So go li listen to the previous two episodes, and you'll see this, because we're going to pick up at verse 8 right now. Stephen is still speaking, and he says this, And he, that's God, gave him, that's Abraham, so God gave Abraham a covenant of circumcision, or the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac became the father of Jacob. And Jacob of the 12 patriarchs. There's all sorts of little nuanced insight and revelation and hints and understanding uh, in this uh, proclamation, in this declaration, in this answering of a question that Stephen has given. Uh, right here's one of them that just, just hit me just at this very moment, as a matter of fact. Listen to what it says. And God gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision. So you can go back and you see that in Genesis. Okay, it's in Genesis 17 where God talks about that, in Genesis 21. Then it says this, and so Abraham became the father of Isaac. When you read the account in Genesis, you see that he did not become the father of Isaac until uh, after circumcision, after he was circumcised. And it, it hints and literally says that here, and so Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac was the child of the promise. Ishmael. Abram's other son at that time, was not the child of the promise. He was child of the flesh. <laughs> Ishmael was actually the child of, of the flesh trying to work out the promise of God. Oh, me. Have we ever done that before? We all have. You know you've got a promise from God. You know that something's happened, but you're trying to work it out in the flesh. That's an Ishmael mindset, and you never want to go that way. Now, the great thing is God winds up blessing that, but Ishmael was not the son, the son of the promise. Isaac was. It was only after the cutting away of the flesh that the child of the promise came. Yeah, think about that. That's what circumcision is. It's, it's the uh, cutting away of the flesh. Why that? Why at that point in time? Well, why at that point, physiologically? <laughs> Circumcision is the cutting away of the flesh at the closest point of paternity, at the very point of paternity. And so Abraham only became the father of the child of the promise after the cutting away of the flesh. Had a preach to us, folks. It is only, okay, only when the flesh is cut away out of our lives, okay, only at that time that we can really function within the promise that the Lord has given us, okay, the power that the Lord has given us. To really do what's happened here, 
to re reproduce the promise that he has given us. So he says he circumcised him on the eighth day. That's what the Lord told him to do. And Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the 12 patriarchs. So in this one verse right here, Stephen covers the history of that. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then Jacob with the 12 patriarchs, the 12 sons of Jacob. Jacob would be renamed what? Yes, Israel. Now verse 9. The patriarchs became jealous of Joseph and sold him into Egypt. So Stephen's just recounting the history. He's telling the truth, but he's also dealing with some things right here because this is what the issue was with these religious rulers. They were extremely jealous. They were so jealous of Jesus, they wound up killing him. They were very jealous of what was happening here with the apostles at this time, the signs and wonders and the miracles and things like that, and how they were teaching and preaching that Jesus was the Messiah. And they were feeling the self-imposed pressure that uh, they were uh, being set up to be killed by the people, that type of thing. Okay, That's not what the apostles were doing. That's what the religious rulers were thinking. So now he is letting them know, hey, the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph. And they sold him into Egypt. Verse 9, yet God was with him and rescued him from all his afflictions and granted him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his household. Now again, the religious rulers would have known this account very, very well. So would the people have known this account. They, they would know what he's talking about. So he's recounting a really exciting time in history right here. The patriarchs had been jealous. The religious rulers had already declared to Jesus, yeah, our forefathers had done some things, but we never would have done anything like that. <laughs> but then Stephen's declaring this, that God was with Joseph. What did God do for Joseph? He rescued him from all his afflictions. What else did he do for him? He granted him favor. What else did he do for him? He granted him wisdom and the insight okay, of uh, dreams. Remember, dreams that Pharaoh had. And then he made him governor over Egypt. God is the one who did all this. Uh, these type of accounts in the New Testament, by the way, um, what Stephen is um, speaking right here, and there's several other things like this. These are great little synopsis of vast amounts of the Old Testament. And so you can go back and read these things and be reminded uh, of what God had done. Also, if you've never really read the Old Testament, and there's a lot of folks like this, that haven't read the Old Testament in the power of the Spirit, okay, in the power of the Spirit, then this is a good time to do it. You, you read the passage right here, and you go back and find it in the Old Testament, then read the entire account. I know most people have uh, read through the Bible at least one time in your little uh, reading through the Bible in the year program. That's fine. Those things are great. They're wonderful. But we're reading with a different agenda with that. Too often we're reading with the agenda of just trying to get through something. Okay? And we're really not paying attention to what God is saying to us at that moment. If you're reading the count out of Acts like this and then go back and read what the Old Testament says about it, you'll be amazed at what occurs. So just realize what's going on here. The patriarchs were jealous of Joseph. And what they do? They sold him into Egypt. They wanted to kill him, most of them, but one stood up and said, no, let's not do that. Let's make some money off of him. Even in the midst of this horrible time where your brothers sell you off to Egypt, God was with him. God was in the midst of it. As a matter of fact, Joseph at the end of Genesis, looking at his brothers after he had revealed himself and everything, he said, no, don't worry about this. You intended it for evil, but God meant it for good. 
great, great scripture passage, okay? So God was with Joseph. He didn't abandon him. Look how, to what degree he rescued him from his afflictions. Not immediately. As a matter of fact, he allowed some of the afflictions to increase to deal with some things in Joseph's life. Because Joseph, uh, for instance, was trying to expedite his own release. When he did that, God basically said, hey, son, sorry, but that's going to cost you two more years. And it did. But God rescued him from his affliction. And then God's one that granted him favor. He granted him favor in the powers that be. With Potiphar, he granted him favor with the, the jailer. And then he granted him wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh when Pharaoh needed the dreams interpreted. Pharaoh was so blown away by it, he literally said this, who, who, who has wisdom like this among all my people? And he made him governor over Egypt. He made him second in charge of Egypt. He made him in charge of all of Egypt. He says, as a matter of fact, uh, you will make the decisions okay, over everything, and not only of Egypt, but over his household. So you see a rescuing from affliction. You see granting of favor. You see granting of wisdom. It's God that did all this. It's the same God that will do this in our life, folks. If we will trust in him, if we'll rest in him, if we'll seek him, if we'll pursue him. Well, my time's up again. I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.